The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Yeah, it's a privilege. I was just thinking of that as I heard that intro. It's a privilege to be with all the moms who tune in to us and some dads as well. Um, welcome, you guys. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we do encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value. Believe that as a mother in this world, because uh, sometimes the world forgets to honor you. Okay, so are you struggling with your child's challenging behavior? Maybe even if they're 25 years old. <laughs> Maybe you're even at your wit's end about it. Today, we're going to discover the secrets behind your child's challenging behavior with our counselor for moms, Jamie Kirkbride. Jamie will uncover the secrets and offer up some actionable solutions for us. She's got some surprising insights about what's really going on behind our child's bad behavior and what the process of discipline should look like. Plus, she's going to tell us about your chance to get some help in a free parenting workshop. That's all coming up in just one minute on Channel Mom. Are you a mom feeling overwhelmed? Let me tell you about a homeschooling mom from Montana. Tessa felt paralyzed until she discovered a drink called Happy Juice, a combination of three products, one for gut brain health, one for metabolism and mood, and a final powerhouse ingredient to increase productivity. With Happy Juice, Tessa's life went from paralysis to productive. Clinical studies report a 50% decrease in depression with Happy Juice. Learn more by texting HAPPY to 720-784-LOVE. That's 720-784-LOVE. The abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the compassionate care team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org slash donate. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back. Man, I hope this show is a blessing to some moms who really need some help with their child's behavior or children's behavior today. Um, I do want to remind you, happy juice. I'm starting to drink that stuff. It really, like, the first day I drank it, I thought, oh, my goodness, this is really making an impact. So you should check them out. Um, I don't have their number on hand at the moment. But Happy Juice, good stuff. It'll, it'll be in the next show as well. So we'll tell you about it then. Um, and I'm, I'll, I'll try to get the phone number before the end of the show. All right. Um, one quick thing before we get to our counselor for moms. And that is our big event that we do at Bandamere to raise money 
I know producer Jim is thinking about going and racing a car because he's a good racer. That's what he tells me anyway. Um, it's called Accelerate. It is our biggest fundraiser of the year for Channel Mom to help us help more moms and more children uh, all over the place. Um, moms who are struggling in their single motherhood, we have a compassion fund for that. And moms who are in prison, we try to reunite them with their kids and, and work on their parenting so their kids don't follow them into prison. Uh, all of the media that we do to support you and uplift you, uh, that event is a huge help. And you get to race the car at Bandamere. You can sign up to do that. And here's the other really cool thing. You can be a sponsor. If you're somebody who owns a company out there who's listening to this and you would like to be a sponsor, you get advertising for doing so. You get advertising for six months to a year, like no extra cost. All you have to do is be a sponsor of Accelerate. Uh, you can check all this out at channelmom.org backslash Accelerate, channelmom.org backslash Accelerate, just kind of how you think it's spells. And, and if you can't find it, just go um, to, to our main page, channelmom.org, and you'll see a little slide there for Accelerate. And you can click on that and find out all the info about being a sponsor. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've had a tough week. I'm not going to talk about the tough things because I just want to make you guys happy. Um, and I don't want to cry. Jim knows that. I don't want to cry. All right. So we call her our counselor for moms. She's a mother of seven and a licensed professional counselor. Her name is Jamie Kirkbride, and she can also be found online at Parenting with Personality. And she's here with a big I issue today. Welcome to Channel Mom, Jamie. Thank you. I love being here, Jenny. Oh, thank you. So we're going to talk about the challenging behaviors thing. And, and I, I don't know if there's a mom out there that didn't have a moment when she found her child challenging, you know, at least one of her children challenging, and, right. and didn't know where that behavior was coming from. You know, I like to do a little thing that I call the show setup soundbite. So there's, there are a ton of children that are being filmed with their challenging behavior, and it's very easy to find them if you go to the Super Nanny show. So I went to look for an example of challenging behavior, and even if you can't see it, you can hear it. Um, and man, is this some challenging behavior. Sam is probably our whiniest child. Words. Isabella is very strong. Will. No. When Bella gets in one of her moods, Bella, stop it, please. It takes so much out of me physically and emotionally. Get up. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> and those, that was two different children. She had four girls, and those were an example of two of her children that were quite oh. challenging. And she said things like little euphemisms, like, you know, she's strong-willed, or, you know, she's a bit yeah. of a whiner. And it's like, no, she's <laughs> way more than that, you know? Um, so I thought, well, that's a good example of challenging behavior. And the interesting thing for me, Jamie, was to hear her, the mother, talk about how she was just exhausted like she was at her wit's end literally and I thought I you know I know there's some moms out there today that maybe aren't as bad off as her but do feel like their child's challenging behavior is beginning to impact them and their mental and physical health so let, let's first just quickly have you give an overview of, of challenging behavior what is it you bet challenging behavior can include a lot it might be throwing fits it might be physical aggression it might be verbal aggression for some kids, it's just challenging because they shut down or withdraw. It doesn't always have to be 
loud and crazy. It may be that the child implodes rather than explodes. And so I think it's important that we have a very generalized idea of the behaviors that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and you say that there's often a reason. So, I mean, I think if, if we're all honest, there were some days that my children were challenging. I think, you know, for the most part, they've turned out all right and they're reasonably well behaved as adults. But as, as kids, there were moments I remember being yeah. I remember being on vacation and, and with my son as a three year old or something in a bathroom somewhere and just out of control running around the bathroom. And I thought, oh, my goodness. And, and so we all had those moments. But you say yeah. that there's often something behind the challenging behavior. Can, can you yes. explain that to us? Absolutely. And Jenny, it's one of those things like you just explained that I wish I had known when I was first becoming a mom. And if I could sum up one valuable sentence in mothering, this would be it. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Yes, I am very ready. (laughs) Yeah. All behavior is communication. Really? Oh, because they're communicating something to you. They are communicating something to you. And I think oftentimes when we head into dealing with challenging behavior, right away it triggers in us some different things. And it can trigger that maybe we haven't taught them better. It may be triggering that there's something that, you know, is wrong within them or that it's a defiance or a disrespect or sometimes, and I work with a lot of moms that feel this way, they even feel like their child is doing it because they maybe don't even like them or love them. And it can start feeling really, really bad. And so if I was going to give any mom any one tool, it would be that sentence. Because I think when we frame dealing with our children in the sense that whatever we see from them is them communicating something, we can go about it much differently. Yeah. And then it becomes the mystery of, okay, what are they trying to communicate? Yeah, yeah. And it starts us down a different path instead of my child's being defiant, my child's being disrespectful, there has to be a consequence, I've got to get control of this, what will it look like in 10 years? You know, we head down that other path instead of what is he communicating right now? What's the need? What's going on here? Yeah. And can you explain sort of some of the things that might be going? Because I think, yeah. I, and, and, and please encourage a mom today, because I think a lot of us as mothers, we get embarrassed and offended because we think oh. you're embarrassing me and you're offending me. And we, we're not listening yeah. or we're not seeing what's actually going on behind the behavior. So, so encourage a mom today who feels like, I, I don't know how to get beyond being offended by my child and I don't know how to see what's actually going on um, and, and, and understanding what they're actually trying to communicate. Um, Absolutely. And Jenny, I think it's important that moms here, I recently read a study where they said at least 50% of moms feel overwhelmed by their child's emotions. And a lot of times with challenging behaviors, there's a whole myriad of emotions and a lot of it comes out as anger But there's probably even other emotions mixed up with that anger. And so I think it's a very normal thing that many moms are feeling, but a lot of times we don't talk about it. And when we may not talk about it because we may fear that it makes us look bad, we may fear it makes our child look bad, we may fear that people will judge how well we're parenting or not parenting if we're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And it just heads us down this trail of judgment. And so I do think it's so important that, number one, we realize that when they're communicating something, we, we can 
kind of detach our emotion or our fear of being judged because we become a student of our child. And we start questioning ourselves, okay, is what going on something that's related to personality? And honestly, this is the stuff I have such a passion to help families with. And so much of what we cover in my parent coaching program, because it's that important, and that we quickly learn, how do we assess, is this something related to personality? You know, is this, you know, sometimes we deal with a child who just says things that are unfiltered. Yeah. Well, there are personalities that are very, very bold and unfiltered. So is it possibly a personality trait that maybe we need to kind of work with to help them learn to manage it better? Because personality struggles or weaknesses are oftentimes personality strengths taken too far. Oh, that's a good way to remember that. That, that's yeah. a good way. To, yeah, I, I just was thinking that, you know, some children need more attention than others. But but on the good side of that, it means they're affectionate people. They, they, they like affection. They like attention. And, and that's the positive. The negative is that if you're not giving them enough attention, they're going to act out. I mean, I mean, that's right. Do, and that know. and that fits with emotional needs. You know, we all have emotional needs. And I, I know not long ago I was working with a dad in my coaching program. And he said, I just don't know if emotional needs are like, can we really call it? an emotional need like do we have to have that and that is a part of some of our basic needs is for feeling love and belonging to feel like we're understood and while it may not feel as important as food children will seek these things it's in our nature okay so i'm going to back up in our nature i want to back up for a second so you say all challenging behavior in your child is some kind of communication. They're trying to communicate something to you. Even if they're acting ridiculous, it's them trying to say something to you that they're not actually saying. They're just behaving poorly. Right. And, and they may not even have the words consciously for it. Yeah. Oftentimes, okay. that's the problem, that they can't even articulate it. So we, we talked about the personality. It may be a personality trait that maybe we need to work with. It may be relating to those basic needs that we just referred to. You know, are they hangry? Are they, you know, getting those basic needs? needs met for food, clothing, shelter. For kids, sleep. Sleep is so key to their brains and their emotion regulation. And then I would move into, is it an emotional need? You know, each personality has something that their personality needs emotionally. It may be control. It may be a sense of order. It may be peace in their environment. It may be fun or activity. It may be that they need more stimulation or less stimulation. It may mean that they need more connection. It may mean that they need opportunities to create and make things. It may be that they want to feel seen or heard or understood. All of those fall under emotional needs. And oftentimes with kids, these are the things that aren't being met and they start acting out. Yeah, and and so you, I, I was going to say two things to to kind of get you through. Um, I know all the things that you want to touch on, and that is that first they're communicating something to you, but second part of their communication is to say my needs aren't being met, my needs are not being met, and and it's different kinds of needs that may not being be being met. Um, I don't know why that's so hard for me to say. So first you're like, it could be their personality trait, but part of their personality trait is they have certain needs. And then as they're screaming or crying or having a fit or whatever, there's an unmet need there. And you say, so first let's look at their emotional needs. Are they somebody who needs order? All the things you just went through, but there are other kinds of needs as well. So, so, so lead a mom through this, like as she's backing up and looking at her child melting down, how does she go through this inventory? Like what's going on here? What is, what, what's, what need is not being met? Explain 
explain that and, and explain the needs that may not be being met. So if we figure out, okay, maybe they're escalating this way because they're feeling a loss of control, then our next steps would be, okay, how can we figure out appropriate ways for them to have control? If your child is acting out because of just boredom and they want to do something, how can we find appropriate ways to stimulate them with more activity in appropriate ways? Sometimes, and this is something I learned about later in mothering, is that their sensory systems are kind of all askew. You know, we tried so many of the same things with each of our kids, and for most of them it worked. Child five threw us a curveball, yeah. a total curveball. And Jenny, I have to tell you, I thought that he was just a defiant kiddo. Oh. And I thought, my gosh, at every turn, I am having to do more and more discipline. Jenny, I had no idea. I understood the personalities, and I thought I was applying that as kind of a perspective on the problem. But there was even more than just understanding personality. I had to figure out that he had some sensory processing issues going on. He had sensory needs, and sometimes he was acting out because the sensory messages that his body was getting, they weren't accurate. Maybe Uh. he needed to have his system woken up. Maybe he needed to have his system calmed. And those were things his body couldn't do on their own. We had to learn how to see the world differently because his senses were causing him to be continually overloaded and overstimulated. Oh, and how did you figure that out? How did you figure that out? (laughs) Well, honestly, it was a lot of behavioral issues. He was difficult to take places. He couldn't handle going out to eat very well. His behavior would escalate. He would have severe meltdowns. He would get very, what we thought was defiant. And it wasn't defiant. It was like his body's way of saying, I need help. I can't handle this. Mm. It's too much. And when we started learning how to better read his body's signals, we could start tracing behaviors back and intervene sooner before the behavior ever even erupted. Oh, that's good. That's good. I want to make sure we get everything in. We've only got about eight minutes left. Um, Uh, So you're saying that they're they're communicating something to you when they're acting this way, and there's often an unmet need behind it, and it could be an emotional need. It could be a sensory need, which you just went over. Uh, What other needs? And then I want to get to what do we do about these challenging behaviors. But but what, what what other needs might they be expressing? You bet. Sometimes they need to learn a skill. Sometimes it's simply an unlearned skill, and it's practicing the skill so that they start learning the skill. One, a great example of that is when a child throws a fit to get what it is that they want. Okay, back that up. The skill is they need to learn how to appropriately ask. Yeah. And so we may role play, wait a minute, I can't listen to the fit, but what is it that you need? Mom, can I please? And then we walk them through that process of when you ask appropriately, I can listen and respond. And that's an unlearned skill, and they need to learn a skill. It may actually even be a mental health need. Uh It may be that children are acting out. You know, a lot of times we think a depressed child will just be withdrawn or sullen. Depressed children oftentimes respond out of anger. So we need to really be alert. Is this an anxiety issue? You know, a child doesn't know how to say, I get overwhelmed riding the bus and it makes me feel really yucky and it overstimulates my body. They don't have words for that, Mm -hmm. but they can be ornery on the bus. 
they can have difficulty socially on the bus because the anxiety is underneath that. And so we need to be sharp to figure out and put these pieces together. Is it personality? Is it an emotional need? Is it a sensory need? Is it a mental health need? Is it an unlearned skill that we need to address? And, you know, a lot of times at this point, parents kind of start bristling just a bit, and you think, no, wait a minute. Are we going to disregard everything they do and that they're never just being ornery? Or being sinful, like literally like they're sinners. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, (laughs) Like we all do have sinful nature. But, Jenny, I can tell you, when I learned how to read my child, I bet 75% of what I thought was defiant and difficult and strong-willed was actually one of these things instead. Yeah. And so it left me much less to have to discipline and figure out than it did just train and help and support and teach and nurture. As you were a student of your child, because I want to say this, what what occurred to me as I was looking at some of your notes today is that if you hear nothing else today, look for what is behind your child's behavior. If there's an unmet need, if it's a personality trait, just, just be a student of your child, like Jamie says, and look for what behind their behavior. All right, we've got five minutes left. So I know we want to get to two things. One is this event you have coming up, but two is what can a parent do with their child's challenging behavior? And I know some believe in spanking and some don't. You can address that if you want to. Um, But I know that you also have a little acronym for us about what a parent can do with a child's challenging behavior. You bet. I love just making things simple. So A, B, C. A, act calm. It is so, so important when we are dealing with a child who has challenging behaviors that we give them our strength and stability. They need to know that we're steady and we can handle it. Uh And so even if you're feeling on the inside like, holy cow, I have no idea what to do, or even if you're thinking, oh, you're making me so angry, I want to encourage you to act calm. Because what we need is for our child to de-escalate, and they cannot de-escalate when our emotions are escalated. Yeah. So, so act we calm. have to model calm even when we can't. A, act calm. B, be understanding. And this is where figuring out these pieces and learning how to quickly take inventory fits. Because instead of judging their behavior, we want to understand their behavior. So be understanding. Okay. And C, connection, connection, connection. Because when we connect with them, they are more open for our correction. And we need much less correction when we have connection. And by connection, you mean do what? Connection, spending time um, getting to know them, spending time understanding them, spending time figuring out what their needs are. What are the pieces to their puzzle? And these are the things I love helping families figure out. You know, what is behind your child's behavior? What is it you're seeing? When When you see, hear, and understand your child, that is the best way that you can show them love. And, and before we get to your workshop, and, and you do give parent counseling and, and parent instruction, and you, you can be found at Parenting parent with Personality. Coaching, yeah. Parent, parent coaching. coaching. Um, sorry, wrong term. That's parent fine. coaching. Um, you have a certain description for discipline. You only got about a minute to describe this, but you have a description of discipline and, and the heart and how we work these things out with the heart. Yeah. You know, I think when we hear discipline, we sometimes think punishment. And 
And I would really encourage you to reshape that and remember that key root word in there, disciple. I think discipline needs to be the process of reaching and training your child's heart to do right, desire what's right, and when they do it wrong, how to make it right. Oh, you got to lead them through that. Yeah. Yeah. And when we are more focused on the heart of the issue than the behavior, we will wear the glasses that give us this perspective of what's behind the behavior. Yeah. Because we're looking at the heart. So important. All right. All good advice about how we deal with our child's challenging behaviors. And I can even apply it to my 24-year-old son, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) Not that he's the only one that needs it. Sometimes my daughter needs it as well. Um, I know you want to invite listeners to, to a free workshop. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. March 27th through March 31st, I am doing a free workshop online in my Parenting with Personality Facebook group. And each day we will spend a full hour talking about these very things talking about meltdowns, challenging behaviors, intense emotions. What do you do when you feel triggered? What do you do when you need to put the pieces together? Where do you look? Where do you start? And talking through some of the mindsets, like all all behaviors communication, that's a mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to talk about all of those things for those five and, days. And sorry to cut you off because we got to go, but where do they find you, Jamie? You bet. Um Parenting with Personality on Facebook or ParentingWithPersonality.com online. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for being Channel Moms Counselor for Moms and for this terrific advice. God bless you, Jamie. Appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. All right, dear. Okay, so I told you I would give you the phone number if you want to text HAPPY to this number, 720-784-5683, which is actually love. So if you want to find out more about the happy juice that was advertised, 720-784-LOVE. And this is the time of the show, speaking of love, where I love and all the moms. You may feel overlooked, misunderstood, unappreciated, uncheered on, but I'm here to cheer you on. God bless you for all you do to raise your babies well. Uh, tune in next week. We have uh, Fox News personality Raymond Arroyo on the show talking to us about the power of a mom, the huge impact that mom have. And in the meantime, I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Hello to my mom and dad and my kids. And I guess my husband too. All right. God bless you guys. Thank you, Producer Jim. If Channel Mom Radio and Podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.